What's good, Jets? I'm back a couple times this week already. And, uh, man, I got a couple of topics I want to get to today. And one of the first ones I want to talk about is this, uh, you know, this whole MGTOW are all incels argument. Now, that's the new catchphrase for women because they had a, it was literally, there's only been two media portrayed incels that did something horrible. Now, there have been plenty of times when, you know what I'm saying, like when different groups do something, for some reason, among the masses, it doesn't stick. How many people have died in, you know, Muslim, uh, no, I'm not being racist towards Arabs because not all Muslims are Arabs. So let's get that out of the way when we talk about a religion. Religion is an ideology, a belief system. So people who hold this Muslim belief system with all due respect have committed, you know, atrocities all over the world. Now, they aren't the only ones. I mean, we can talk about the Christians and everybody else too and China doing what the fuck they're doing and Burma doing. I think Burma's fucking Muslims up, as a matter of fact. The uh, And there's some other places around the world where Muslims are also being victimized. I mean, there are... There are no ethnicities or groups of people who have not been both conqueror and oppressed, including black people. So we can't, you know what I'm saying? Especially all the American black people that hold their, we oppress to this day. That shit, yeah, that may be true, but you've also been oppressors. So can we get rid of the, the, the social justice definition where racism or being prejudiced has to be power and privilege because... You, you, when we do that here in America, you're talking about, I don't know, I don't want to even get into fucking social justice warriors, but in that same field, we do have to discuss that everybody, including like mainly women, feminists, uh, they're cucks, they're fucking male simp minions, male feminists, red pillars, alpha males, self-proclaimed alpha males, um, dudes, Pretty much everybody, including two-thirds of the red pill community, are running around using the word incel as their, like, new insult. I I remember incel is kind of like coon. Like, the word coon made a comeback because of black people like Tariq Nasheed and, you know, Umar Johnson, these these pro-blacks, these pro-black hustlers brought it back essentially they they resurrected a word that was pretty much dead because i didn't i didn't really remember hearing it too often you know but outside of that just to get into the topic because incel is an abused overused word but it is used toward migtow now for those of you who don't know and i've talked about this before it's been a while since i've done a you know a migtow specific content because i have to say I'm not a MGTOW. I know I'm not in your... I know you all would look at me. I'm oh, he's not in our group. No, I'm not in your group. But as somebody from the outside looking in, I, I'm... You all are... You all's group are, is the one I'm most sympathetic with and the, who I understand the most with. And if you were to give me the fucking DeLorean from Back to the Future and offered me to go back in time, undo 10 years of my life. Let's say you only gave me a, a one, two trips go back to go and come back from at any point in my life i think the place i would go to would be about 10 years ago maybe even before that i would go back and correct my simping i would probably actually yeah so given my age so i'm gonna go back 11 years so let's say just this is just fantasy but let's just say given had i if i had the option to go back 11 years to when i was 20 
the first thing I would do in that time frame is I'm not going to, you know, I mean, I could do some Back to the Future shit and give myself a sports almanac and get, you know, let become rich off betting, whatever, and become a down bills area. Who knows? But I, if we were to be realistic with this, this fantasy or this scenario, the only thing I would do is go back to my 20 year old self, force that motherfucker to get a vasectomy myself and call call all that simping i'd probably have to take a sex doll from this era because 10 years ago they didn't have that shit what it looks like now and definitely try to do something with my thirst and simping all that other shit but you know moving on yes i'm not in the MGTOW fold because i am in the ltr but i know exactly why it exists why it's smart for men to do it and the economic effect that it could have of more men particularly the regular guy because i always talk about us myself included were to remove himself from this fucking sit this rat race because the rat race is not only an employment thing the rat race is the commercialization that you are simply dragged into by women what you what what the red pill community now i'm going to talk later about the the cancerous elements of the red pill community but what these puas these dating coaches these traditionalists these simps these feminists and your sex drive and your instincts and society and everything now i'm not saying dating and relationships or dealing with women is a bad thing i don't think there are very few MGTOWs who are like, I'm going to isolate and ostracize myself from society, period. Never isolate yourself. You'll fucking die early. You'll go crazy. You'll literally go crazy. That's why solitary confinement is like torture, because it's literal torture. We are social creatures. We need each other on a social level. You know, continuing from there, if I may make this little point, and then I'll talk about the argument, the stupid-ass argument, but why there's such a stigma and attack on MGTOW is because yes yeah you you may some guys maybe the monks they're removing themselves from the dating pool now the outside in the like i said all those groups the puas the red pillars the monks no not the monks the 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 feminists the traditionalists all these men who shame you all these women who shame you they're throwing, they're going to throw this at you all the time. You don't get pussy. You'll never get pussy. You're an incel, blah, 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 blah. You're the, the, the shaming there. So you will feel the effect of that, especially as a man. You're a man. You have a sex drive. If you're a heterosexual, your, your desire is to have sex with women, women, multiple women. Who knows? Right? So you're losing out on that. But society loses more for every man that is able to withstand that shit and just walk away because the system hates him, doesn't give him any authority over his, him, himself or his world or his own property or resources. Because what you're not getting, the other side of the coin, because one side of the coin is, okay, you don't get pussy. All right, cool. There's that. That sucks, right? Unless you could supplement it with the dolls and the flashlights and all the other toys and shit. But what society loses is much greater than you losing pussy. On one side of the coin of MGTOW, or a monk, or somebody who's withdrawn, because you can withdraw and not identify as a MGTOW. Some people will jump back into the pool, do some pump and dumps, shit like that. But there's 
two sides of that coin when you are out of the system. And it's rigged, a rigged system anyway. But quickly, one side of the coin is the one that everybody focuses on. You don't get pussy, blah, 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 shaming tactics here in Incel. You're going to die alone, blah, 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 blah. Don't you want kids? Aren't you a real man? You know, all that shit. There's that side where the, you feel all those things, all that pressure, the, the, the drought of not getting, quote, unquote, a dick moisturizing. On the flip side of that coin is the benefits to yourself, which also hurts society. For every man that doesn't pay into the fucking system or go into the rat race, create children and get married and end up getting cucked by some woman, by the woman, in, by a female and the state, more specifically, every man that leaves the system, that's one less unnecessary car that he doesn't want to buy that gets doesn't get purchased. That's one less home that he doesn't have to put a mortgage on. Now, I'm not saying MGTOW monks or guys that are out of the system should stay, stay away from, from real estate, but... A man going his own way or a man on his own is not going to need the four-bedroom, four-bathroom house. Now, if you got the money and you want to buy that, you're actually in a better position than a married man to get it because you're, a married man's money, it's, it's kind of like, I think the uh, the guy with all the YouTube ads, Ty Lopez, uh, I'll just steal from him for one second. I'm not a fan. I did subscribe to his emails and I tried to watch a few of his videos, but the, the seminars and shit, they get too pricey. Anyway, that's a sidebar. He was stating that, you know, if you look at a lot of millionaires, a lot of well-to-do people, they've got four, five, six different... I mean, well, most of them, mostly he said millionaires have three revenue streams. Because of women, a married man has... What is that shit called? He's, a married man has one expense stream when he's by himself. Or no, I'm sorry. A man has one expense stream when he's by himself, i.e. there's one thing siphoning out of his life. So the bills car note rent all that shit a married man has four or five expense streams because a man a married man is going to have to invest in the things that his wife wants a married man is going to have because women are catty and view other women as competition so a married man is going to have another exp expense you know i guess tight stream i'll use the word stream so another expense stream a married man is going to have is trying to keep up with the fucking females around his wife the third expense stream is the stupid shit that TV is going to, to program your woman to go go after. And the fourth one is to take care of her hopes, dreams, and aspirations and habits. Whatever they may be. Jewelry, nails, all that other shit. And that's not even just the, the groceries of the house, bills, and all that shit. So you're talking about probably, if you, I would call them four or five independent, you know, ex, revenue suckers. So the woman... The friends around her, her family, so that's three. The fourth one is going to be, oh, I already said so. The fourth one's pretty much going to be your routine bills and shit. And the fifth one is going to be whatever the fuck children you have with her want. Because they're going to have to suck money up for their whatever they want, which is fine. You should take care of your children if you got them. I wouldn't argue that. I would argue against men investing in real estate or cars that they can't afford or don't want because the woman they're with wants it under threat of divorce. So that's what that's what society loses. So, so for everybody who shits on MGTOW and like, oh, you're an incel and blah, 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 blah. Well, well, let's say some of these MGTOW guys are incels or anything like that or anybody who's an incel or who'd been through true force, true forced loneliness or any of that other shit, right? If I may talk about that for a second, guys in that camp, 
the TFLers, the Ansels, and all that other shit, why not explore MGTOW and self-actualization as an option for yourself? Why? I mean, first, you're going to have to develop some thick skin anyway. I mean, you, if, you're, is your skin, if your skin's not already thick from dealing with the, the what you, I guess you would call the, the, the desperation and pits of being lonely or whatever, you know, whatever your issue is, whatever you feel is, you know, you're being held back by. I mean, number one, seriously consider exploring prostitution. I'm sorry. But if it's that fucking bad, just go look at that. Number two. Get on your purpose. Get get a purpose. If you, for all the... like, Okay, let's look at this. I think Nikola Tesla died a virgin. I'm not saying die a virgin, but... The man accomplished so much because he wasn't focused on women. I'm sure he probably had all the... I mean, everybody has sex drives, but... We can't project our sex drives on everybody. He may have literally had a low sex drive in which wasn't interested. There are a lot of... This is weird. I, like, I watch TV and, like, game shows and shit like that, and they'll be like attractive young no homo attractive good-looking young men especially like white guys because i'm like white guys you guys have the most access to sex than anybody because of economic power um and there'll be like you know 23 24 year old well-to-do physically fit uh, no homo attractive white guys that are like virgins and shit i'm like how the fuck does that happen because the dating market is fucking fickle with the 80-20 rule, all the stupid shit and fads, because I talked about, like a second ago, I just referred to all the revenue streams that a, man, a married man has to impose his, his resources toward, because his woman's never-ending desire and insatiableness, and the insatiability of women, I think that's a lot of where, that's where you get these, like, how can you get good-looking guys that are incels, or TFL, or any of these things, or have trouble with women, it's because women will flip, like, it's so petty. It's so petty that chicks will literally go through fads where they're like, we want Latino men because there was a hot Latino guy in the biggest blockbuster movie of the year or some shit. Or they'll go through a phase where they want specific race. It may be specific races, specific types of men, heights, whatever the fuck may be. Like the women are NPCs. They're literal NPCs. And whatever the programming from the greater society and government puts into them is where they're going to go. And sometimes their desires are just all over the place. Because traditionally attractive men are also in the incel camp, which is fucking weird. But either or, you're going to have to get your value and validation from within. Self-actualization is a very... Uh, uh, look, I'm saying this as a guy who's not MGTOW. I'm taking that from the community. I'm saying, look, they have something here. Self-actualization is important. Like I said, if I can go back and undo my life for the last 10 years, I would. I would probably make myself stare where I was when I was 20, not to dox myself, but I would continue doing what I was doing there, do, full, do the, the time I did in the military, get out, get my shit together, either A, move overseas, or B, establish myself away, like not so much off the grid, but away, like in the country or a small town, something like that, you know what I mean? farm get a couple of dogs you know be out in the wilderness like i said i don't want to go completely off the grid but ain't nothing wrong with going out there on your own and literally self-actualizing actualizing so there's that spiel and you know what another thing they're only they're only fucking with you most of the people that are fucking with you it's because they want something like you're like the men the men in the red pill community 
They're they're all talking about oh yeah, these incels and this burden of proof, burden of performance, blah 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 blah. They want money from you. They are selling a product. And for some reason, that's why these guys are, you know, no, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna maybe entrepreneurs and cards are the only one who's like actually successful, but a lot of these guys are like B C or D level businessmen, C, like D class, like you know, what I'm saying less than six figure businesses, because their business model is to shit on their fucking customer. That's what they're doing. So don't take it personal because you have to look at what they're doing. That's like, oh, you're an incel. You don't get pussy. You're not a real man. But if you pay forty nine ninety five a month for my dating advice in my book. Then, you know what I'm saying? That type of shit. That's nothing more than sales techniques. It's a shitty one. That's why I said they're like CD or, you know, bottom of the barrel level businessmen. But, you know, realize what that is and ignore that shit. And that's why, you know, let me move on into just a little bit on the red pill community. Now I've, I've I've addressed it over and over. What what what's going on here is these people have this this business model, and their business model is to shit on men, which is their target demographic, right? I don't know where the fuck or who came up with this bullshit. It's some old alpha male, I'm alpha posturing type bullshit, and it's a projection play. They're projecting their sex drives and their desires and wants onto other people. And then are shitting on you for not meeting those things that they fucking masked up, you know, dreamt up in their fucking heads. And they're going to sell it to you. So they package it, throw it at you, the box hits you in the fucking face. It's a metaphor. And you're supposed to pick up, pick up that box that you got slapped with and pay somebody for it. It doesn't make any sense. It's a shitty fucking business model. But that's what's going on. That's literally what is going on right now. And that's where... I think the red pill, the red pill community became so bastardized, diluted, and watered down. And I don't know. Like, that's the big mistake there. Because when the fuck, okay, a community created by and for men is also, in a way, inadvertently tearing a lot of men down. And my question is why? Outside, let's step away from the the PUAs and all those people that infiltrated to make the, to, you know, to infiltrated and implemented the shittiest business business model I've ever fucking heard or seen. But let's get away from those people for a second. Okay. On one hand, I get where the red pill community comes from. You should. And I've talked about this before. A man should max out whatever he, you know, a man should be in the gym regularly. I don't agree with, you know, there's another couple of red pill idea things where it's like, don't play video games, uh, no fapping, or whatever else, you know what I'm saying? It's all PUA shit. The no playing video games, the no fapping, what else do they say that's kind of convoluted and ignorant? There's a few things. Um, depreciating assets like cars or electronics that you may like, um, other stuff like that. Now, there are some, there's some sound financial advice, but everything in moderation is not harmful. If you eat clean 90% of the time, but you have a cheeseburger and fries and milkshake like once a week on like a Friday, or you let's say you had two bad meals a week, and let's say you ate five times a day, you know, including snacks. So you had three regular meals a day plus a snack or two, so five, right? 
So that's going to be in a week, you're eating 35 meals and you had, let's say Friday and Saturday night dinners, you had some, or Friday, Friday dinner, Saturday lunch, you had something shitty, but you ate clean Sunday through Thursday. Clean as fuck. Moderation. Ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of moderation. Video games. If you bought your, if you are in a position financially to where you own, because I, I mean, I have a PS4. I bought that thing in like 2013, whenever the fuck it launched. So it was $300 when it launched. I literally own like four games right now. I don't even play, I play two or three right now. I'm not even going to say which. Um, so I'm playing two or three games at the moment. And most of the other games that I get done playing with, I take back to, you know, a GameStop or oh, well, now it's just a GameStop and I trade in. I mean, you get they give me 10, 15 bucks most of the time for a fucking $50 game, $60 games. Don't make sense. But I take the 10, 15 bucks, put it toward a new game, only pay like 35 when I trade other games in for new games. So given that I'm not and I'm not pounding out hours, you know, endless amounts of hours in the gaming. So let's just say if you moderate that and you game say you watch TV because at, at the end of the day most people are probably going to go home and relax for at least two hours you're, you're at home relaxing for two hours hopefully you're getting sound amounts of sleep six to seven hours six to eight hours a day a night and let's say you you did you know leisure time for you which is reading books video games whatever leisure time for you was like two hours a night or in the morning or during the day and you only played video games like five hours a week okay that's moderation nothing wrong with that and you don't buy video you know you don't buy a new game every two weeks you're getting new games every time a triple a launch happens which is usually every 60 to 90 days so you're buying four games a year at 60 dollars, so 240 dollars on games in a year plus your 59.99 for your fucking online xbox live or whatever the fuck you got so we're talking less than a couple hundred bucks Again, nothing wrong with that. Especially if you consider the, the people's di- like eating out bills. I used to eat out a lot. I try not to anymore. I'd rather cook for myself because, first of all, number one, you can't trust everybody out there to fucking putting their hands on your shit and cooking. Number two, mass-produced food is lower quality. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. And number three, and I'm not dissing eating out because I like to go out and have a steak or some tacos or whatever. Whatever the hell else. But think about the, the things you'd like to eat out. And try to make that at home because you can do a better job of it. Monitor, you know, you're monitoring the cleanliness of the food and what you're actually putting in your body and all that. But neither here nor there. I'm not here to preach. And again, that's where I'm talking about, where, where I'm kind of shitting on the red pill community. Because the red pill community is like, all right, no video games, no masturbation, no going out to eat, you know, eat keto. That's one of the big things. They're like, oh, you have to get on keto, which I agree with, except. You know, the regular person is going to cheat. So a lot of people don't hold keto for a long time. I mean, most people get break their keto every couple of weeks anyway and then get back on it. But, you know, that's not the only eating habit that works. Everybody's got their own individual needs. And I highly recommend you get blood work and your cholesterol and your blood sugar. Get all the, like, I really recommend you guys... I'm not into the, into the PUA, none of that shit. I'm not red-pilling it up. But realistically, men, we should be getting regular checkups at least once a year, getting all your blood work and your labs done, and talking to your doctor. And now there are nutritionists who actually will take your 
those you know those numbers the the results of your blood work and everything and build you a plan based off that because your individual needs are going to be based off your your makeup right now like me i my blood sugar is kind of creeping up there and a lot of that is because sodium intake my blood sugar and blood pressure are creeping up there and i and what i discovered just through some simple simple blood work on a doctor consult is my sodium intake was way too high and unfortunately I had to cut back on it, but my reverse to continue to eat flavorful proteins, my proteins are usually chicken, fish, beef, and I saw, I was salting the shit out of it. I used salt and pepper, and I was using too much salt, and a lot of stuff that you eat already has salt in it. So, Flavor God, shameless plug, I'm not even sponsored. He wouldn't sponsor me because they're probably SJWs. Those seasonings are fucking phenomenal. I get the MSG-free salt-free, uh, just, I got the regular box, the seasonal, the seasonal is fucking amazing, go to Flavor God for that shit, and I just do my at-home shit with that, getting away from that, though, you know, being financially, you know, sound, I guess, if you will, not financially sound, okay, you know, being financially potent, or proficient with your own, just the way you live, um, staying physically fit, being fiscally, you know, not only fiscally smart, but as far as bring, bringing different revenue streams in, making different, you know, outside of the box decisions. You know, you can make and generate revenue outside of your average nine to five or whatever job, you know what I'm saying, as far as investments, things like that. That stuff's okay. But where the Red Bull community is fucking up is they shit on people. They're like, oh, wait, because a lot of people just don't know this shit. A lot of people are in the rat race. They're in the fucking rat race. The rat race is just go get a nine to five, go get a woman, make kids, get get in a, a tremendous amount of debt, never invest in retiring because the system doesn't want you to retire. The system wants you to work until you're fucking unable to. And then your broken body gets thrown onto the heap of other scents that are useless, like a tool, like the bubblegum doctrine I've always talked about. And they just recycle the line of fresh blood of men, the fresh men, because men are a disposable utility in that society. So... You know, it's okay to unplug. Am I not saying, am I saying, go get fat, be stupid with your money, and don't work or have a decent career or aspirations or drive or determination? No. But I'm also saying, hey, you know, if you haven't done any of these things from the list of red pill stuff, or the red pill expectations, it's okay. If you want to make small changes, then make small changes. It may take five years. 10 years for you to get your shit together. I mean, if you're in your 30s, hey, it's the this is it's the fourth quarter and it's time to start investing for your retirement. You know what I'm saying? But what can I say? I'm not selling any advice here. I'm not trying to sell a book or anything like that. The red the red pill community just is full of those people that are going to shit on everybody and they're that's their business model. And at the end of the day, fuck them. Ignore these assholes. And let me get into the closing segment. Four minutes or so. So, bear with me. And, closing segment time. Now, it's been a while since I've done one of these, but just give me a few minutes. And I want to talk about this Mexican standoff of the gender dynamics. And, I'm not, you know, I'm not here to, to 
grab an olive branch and reach over to the other side or say that because at the end of the day I've, i made an episode on this the men female fight the man woman fight is fucking stupid either be partners or do your own thing separately you don't need to fucking especially women women y'all are trying to use the state to kind of bring men to heal to straighten men out and then when they talk about shit like take away women's rights, it's because you're taking away their rights. So as sexist and outrageous as that sounds, for when the MGTOW guys, the black pillars, are like, we need to take women's voting rights away, period. They want women out of the workforce. Well, and I'm not going to make those arguments for them, but if I may build two premises on why they make those arguments outside of you know the 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 shaming tactics that you're going to throw at them and the emotional response you have to it let's think about this let's use let's use an example if if equality was achieved as far as opportunity and then men started men got a couple of new rights and they started taking away women's rights to i don't know custody or women's rights to basically freedom of movement shit like that oh if you have a child with a man you can no longer move to you know what i'm saying because a man's freedom of movement once he's on the child support system is restricted he can't get a passport or anything like that especially if he's delinquent so if men started cutting back on women's freedom of movement and ability to go to school or make the choice let's say they got rid of abortion if they really started chopping away at women's rights, what would y'all do? Y'all would freak the fuck out. Y'all read when we don't give you advantages. So can you understand that when y'all are doing shit like all these fucking laws, like the fact that now there's a new law, that women got this new law where child support can be lifelong, like child support doesn't end in Canada, I think it was Canada. And then they were talking about in Germany, a bachelor tax where they're going to tax men because it's not going to affect women because women are going to be like, well, I'm in the cock carousel. You can't tax me. You can't punish women for not being belonging to a man. Are you saying women are men's property? So that tax will no longer be removed to women because they were talking about a tax for single unmarried. Angela Merkel said they're a tax for the unmarried, but that tax is just going to be a bachelor tax on men because you're going to read and use your feminist talking points to make it sexist. So it would only affect men. So why wouldn't people want to make the argument for taking away your rights? Because you're taking their rights away. And they feel the only way to, to keep it from getting worse is to completely remove your rights to take their rights away. Because at the end of the day, there's just this, this Mexican standoff. And both sides, especially amongst the traditionalists, are sitting there like the traditionalists are looking at men. Like, oh, well, men, you got to throw that first pitch. You got to step up and get women to, you know, act right and you still even though the system's rigged and all this other stuff you have to get married and have kids because they aren't going to make the first move you have to make the first move and women are sitting there looking at men like well you're, it's your job especially whole, whole phase bitches they hit the wall and they get off the cock carousel and they're sitting there looking at men like oh well, well it's time for them to step up and where are the real men at and they're not being real men and men aren't growing up and men aren't manning up and it's just never-ending standoff where two sides are just staring at each other, and it's literally a Mexican standoff. And honestly, I think you smart men, just walk the fuck away. Stop waiting on them. They're not going to come forward, and you shouldn't go forward because all you're going to do is get shot. Walk away, men. Just walk away. Like in that movie, Lord Humongous. Anyway, I'm about to walk away from this episode. I hope you all enjoy this one. And it may be about two weeks. It's the holiday season, so I may not be back until the New Year's. So 
Y'all enjoy your holidays and your New Year's, and I'll probably see y'all in 2019. Have a good one.